Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekend forecast for August 20th, uh, and a recording is in progress. So I wanted to, first of all, say thank you guys all for the prayers and the well wishes. I do not like canceling. I do not like rescheduling. So having to move the workshop about retrogrades felt really hard for me to do and really felt like a very last minute decision where I was just had to make the judgment call that I couldn't do it. Um, I know I posted that last minute change in discord. I'm sorry. I did see some people hopped in waiting for that. And my apologies. I was just really unwell last night and was nervous that it was actually COVID woke up today feeling so much better. Um, still have negative tests. Cedric took three COVID tests and they were all negative over the course of four days. And so we're pretty confident that it's not that could be allergies, could just be an old fashioned cold with how quickly it moved through the house, but feeling so much better. So I wanted to say thank you. Thank thank you for your patience, your understanding, your grace. It was very hard for me. I do not like to um, cancel. And because of all of the staying at home, I haven't had to really, right? So for so long. So I'm that muscle has weakened atrophied. Um, so just a little small recap, because um, I want to make sure everyone remembers. And if you haven't listened to the weekly forecast, that will be important to get the scope of what has shifted. Lots has shifted. So just be aware that this week was kind of a big deal. Venus moved into Libra and will stay there until um, September 10th. We have, um, you know, Uranus went retrograde. That was a big deal. That was on Thursday, yesterday. Um, and lots of internal changes here now happening, right? When, and we're still doing the workshop on retrogrades. So um, never you fear, but just to remember slightly, um, it has been a little while since we had the Uranus retrograde. So this is when you are kind of learning who you are and how to stand on your own, how to trust in your abilities that you were born with, how to sometimes uncover abilities, um, and skill sets that maybe you were nurtured out of, or you have trauma around about really becoming who you are, your most authentic self and really wanting your outsides to match your insides. This is when people, um, this is why it's a really cool placement right now as we start to redesign our fall wardrobe, maybe, right? What do you want to feel like? Who do you want to be? What do you want to look like? How do you want to show up in a space? Um, and kind of branching out being who you are. A lot of individualism kind of happens under Uranus retrograde. It's a good retrograde. We sometimes, this one is, this one is very good. <laughs> sometimes they can be kind of intense. This one should be, it's pretty positively aspected. It's going to feel a lot better than our previous Uranus retrograde, FYI. So if you're remembering back to that and saying, oh my gosh, Jen, the last one you said could be really intense. And then it was, this is just diff lots of different aspects here. So um, it should be mostly supportive and we are happy about that. And um, Mars is trying Uranus retrograde um, throughout this retrograde. Mercury, as this Uranus retrograde begins, Mercury is conjunct Mars and they're both in Virgo. And so it gives this very analytical research kind of bend to this Uranus retrograde, just as a small recap. So that was up. Then we had Mercury um, Mercury and Mars together in Virgo. And then they are positively aspecting Uranus, 
but also kind of setting this tone for everyone to be thinking, communicating, processing like a Virgo and taking action like a Virgo and Virgos know how to get it done. And so, um, maybe a little bit too much, right? (laughs) Like, so when, when Virgo is like, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So it's a lot of intellectual activity. It's a lot of, um, analytical communication and processing and, um, you know, a lot of workaday type stuff, getting the house in order, doing the dishes, mopping the floor, creating a rhythm, having a to-do list. Um, that's all good stuff under Virgo. And so just know that those, the major thinking, feeling, communicating aspects and how we get things done, how we take action, how we power grab, how we have sex, all of that's going to be in Virgo. Things might feel a little bit like tit for tat, uh, no pun intended when, uh, Mars is in Virgo, but that could be a good thing. It's been a real feely, watery, emotional time and then fiery. And then we, we need some of this analytical energy to kind of bring us back into awareness. We also now officially have the moon in Aquarius where it will be when the moon is full on Sunday. So we're feeling that Aquarian energy. It feels like we've been here before our full moon last month was a full moon in Aquarius. This is a blue moon. It's our second full moon, um, in the same zodiacal sign. And then the moon will move in or the sun will move into Virgo, um, just after the moon is full. And then we will go back to our regularly planned schedules. So as we are working towards this full moon, which could feel, really wild for a lot of reasons. First of all, first of all, (laughs) Mars is trying Uranus retrograde. Mercury is trying Uranus retrograde from Wednesday to Saturday in a peak way. Then Mars takes over trying Uranus retrograde. This means that all day Friday and Saturday, we're going to be thinking, feeling, communicating in Virgo, trying Uranus retrograde. How do I want to feel? How do I want to look? How do I want to show up? What needs to be done? What projects haven't I gotten done? You're going to feel like maybe you're taking stock of summer. You're feeling like maybe you're preparing for fall. It feels like the winds have changed right now. Then as Mars takes up that strong trine in Uranus retrograde, it's going to be like, okay. So since last Wednesday to the next Wednesday, our mindset's going to be like, How do I feel on the inside and how do I make it like that on my outside? How can I do these projects so that I see more of myself in it? How can I do more of my life so I feel more of myself in it? And it's going to be very organized, right? You may even feel like, oh, I need to be having this kind of a relationship and this is how we're going to go about it. You could spice up the bedroom quite easily. Uh, The whole weekend, right, is good for that. Then we have our full moon on Sunday. Now it happens early eight o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. So our energy session, our full moon group alignment, if you are a Patreon of that tier will be at 11 AM Eastern. And it'll be about three hours after the moon has gone full. And we're going to be working on this alignment as a extra bonus time to really hone in on what we want more of and what we want to let go of. We're letting Aquarius lend all of that mad genius energy to us in this time. Uranus is traditionally ruled by Saturn and modern rulership is Uranus. So this Uranus retrograde, we're going to kind of tap into that element more freedom, rebellion. Who am I breaking out of the molds people might have for you? It's 
a good time for that. And by the time we get to the full moon alignment, the moon will be in Pisces. And so we will be able to feel deeply into that. And then around 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, the sun moves into Virgo. And then the sun will be in Virgo and Mars and Mercury will be in Virgo. And we will have a lot of Virgo energy. And so as we prepare for that full moon or new moon in Virgo that will be coming um, early in September, we want to make sure that we're really preparing that we are, and this is where it's going to start to feel like fall before it's actually fall. So we're really preparing. We're preparing for that um, new moon in Virgo on September 6th. That's coming faster than we think. That same new moon in Virgo on the 6th also takes place the same day that Mars is trying Pluto and Venus is trying Jupiter. It's going to be a big a red letter day. Um, and we'll talk more about that as we get closer, but just remember the story within the story. This is what we're preparing. We are preparing our hearts and our souls and our minds to wrap up summer and to figure out what we want to bring with us into fall and, um, allow that full moon in Aquarius to give us the spontaneity to sync up with this Uranus retrograde and truly become who we came to be here on earth. And, um, it's just going to be a really, really good time. And then we'll talk more about what's going to come next week after the full moon, but what we're doing this weekend, truly pay attention to what themes come up, pay attention to anything that comes up that also came up end of July, full moon in July, what themes have you worked on between these two full moons? Do you see anywhere where you can bring more of who you really are into the forefront? While we still have this sun in Leo, do you have any more in you that wants to get on stage and wants that spotlight? Where can you coax some more of you out, right? While we still have all that Leo energy, that's the work of this weekend. And, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that me and the kids have been revamping their wardrobe. I had them give me mood boards and Pinterest boards and we're shopping for things that make them feel like they look exactly how they feel on the inside. And if their personality quirks, uh, that they really wish they could put forward to attract more friends that like the things they like, we're investing in that. We're making sure that their wardrobe says, this is who I am and not like this was on sale at target. Right. So we're doing those sort of activities in our home as well here. Um, and so if you're doing anything like that, that's all very Virgo. Um, and it's all very Uranus retrograde and it's all very full moon in, in, in Aquarius. So these sorts of who am I, what am I doing? What did I come here for? What was I born with? Who tried to take it away from me? Who was I before the world got to me? And how can I bring more of that into my future? That's really what we're wanting to do this weekend. You know, no big deals. It should, <laughs> it should be really easy to hone in on that. Um, and I'm going to be vulnerable for a second because I feel like it's important to note, right? Um, you know, as someone who's been in astrology my whole life and learned it differently and weirdly and inappropriately at times from the women in my family, I mean, inappropriately as in they had their own beliefs about things that maybe aren't in any sort of system that exists within astrology. It was their own flavor. Right. And then had to retrofit a lot of my knowledge when I started doing birth charts, when I was 17 at Denny's with the big books and, um, rulers, so many rulers. And so anyway, those sorts of activities 
you're always sort of, you're, you're looking for something that's there. That's with astrology. It's like, oh, okay, look at this connection. Does that fit the situation? And it, it can get really weird sometimes because, and, and there are certifications that I've gotten that I don't necessarily use in my daily life because they feel like they limit what I feel like is possibility. Um, but then at the same time, even if you don't know your birth chart, you still tend to act the same way that you, that you are when I meet people that have never had a birth chart done and they're in their fifties and I do their birth chart. They're like, this is like me. Right. Um, so there's a little bit of it here and there, but one thing I think happens is that you look at the birth chart and you say, okay, so this makes sense. And this makes sense. And this doesn't make sense. And what I'm teaching on Instagram right now for free. So pay attention to that is there's a lot of nurture that comes along. And a lot of times I feel like in modern astrology, especially a lot of the nurture of society that has doled out different, and I don't mean dull as a, as a bad thing, but it has changed and shifted definitions. And we start to apply what a dysfunctional Mars and Aries looks like as Mars and Aries, not necessarily what a healthy Mars and Aries looks like. And then what has society taught that individual based on where they were raised? Somebody born as a female um, with a Mars and Aries may be told they were too much over and over and over again. And so then they've learned to hold it in or somebody born in a lower socioeconomic area might've been told they were too bold, right. For their station in life. And so they have learned to keep it in and, and that nurture affects things. And so whenever we're looking at astrology and we're, and we're looking for answers sometimes, or we're looking for confirmation of why we are this way, right? Don't forget that you were raised by people. <laughs> really, really misguided sometimes people. And so look at yourself. When you look at your birth chart and you look at all the astrology I tell you for this weekend forecast, look at this as the possibilities that exist, right? Not, oh, I'm probably going to have a hard weekend because X, Y, and Z. Think, Oh, okay, there's a pitfall ahead, but what else is possible? What other skill sets do I have in my birth chart? What things could be in the stars that are here to say, oh, there could be a pitfall where you could have a horrible fight on Saturday afternoon at 3.45 p.m., but guess what? Your Mercury is in Virgo, so you can plan for that, and you, right, and you can take it like this, and 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 that is the goal, is to use these things to say, okay, this is what's possible, and then live right without worrying that things are going to crash or things are going to be weird. Um, you know, when I was looking at the Uranus retrograde that was conjunct my Chiron, my birth, my Chiron in my birth chart right? The Uranus retrograde transit is conjunct my natal, um, Chiron in Taurus. And I thought, Ooh, that could be a, that could be a week. That could be a hard week. I thought it was going to present totally differently. Even when I looked at the house it was in and all the different things, I thought I had a pretty good idea how it would show up. And it did <laughs> show up within, and it all makes sense, right? Like when you look at the house and you look at the placements and you look at the exact degrees and all the things like that, you're like, okay, all right, I see you got it. Right. But I was still what it gave me. And this is what I hope these forecasts give you 
is peace of mind and, and resolve that things aren't desperate. Right. So when Juniper fell and got hurt, I was like, okay, all right. Children get hurt. I got hurt a lot as a child. I was traumatized by quite a few of my injuries as a child. I healed. I'm okay. She's going to be okay. I remembered the connection to my childhood trauma and I used it for good, right? Instead of what could have been a very, you know, downward spirally type. And I had to reach out to friends. I know I, I'm a panicker when people are hurt. Tell me about the time that your kids were hurt. I need to be reminded of the fact that community exists and we're all going to be okay. And so that's what the, the forecasting for my own life does for me. It reminds me that the world is not so chaotic and that there is something connecting us to the beautiful ethers. And there's a reason we chose the moment and time and place to be born. And it's magical and we don't have all the answers, but it sure is fun to try. And then, you know, as we started to have symptoms of a cold and I looked at my chart and I looked at some of the things happening for me, I said, okay, like I get it and I'm going to be okay. And we're going to get through this. And so I hope it, it was a big um, reminder for me of why I started the toolbox and why I wanted to give this sort of guidance into the world. And it's not to always have all the answers and it's not just for, you know, entertainment purposes. Although legally I have to always say this just for entertainment purposes, but to give some sort of a, you belong, you chose this, you belong here and, and you have a community of people and we're all working on the same things and we're all doing the things together and we're going to get through this and it's going to be awesome. And so I don't mean to get too, you know, emotional with everyone. I just wanted everyone to remember that that's why we connect to the stars is to remember how very tiny we are in comparison. And yet, you know, we're not the drop in the ocean, we're the ocean within the drop and that we're all interconnected and that it matters. And that as you heal some part of you that was trained out of you, it matters. This Uranus retrograde that's what's got me talking like this, I think, is that it matters. It matters what you came into this world with in your heart. It matters what you wanted when you were five, when you were seven, when you were 12 and those teenage hormones hit. And what did you want? What were you after? What did you love? What did you desire? All of that matters. And, and we don't have to do it all at once. That would be wild, right? But if every full moon, we could look back at our childhood and say, oh, I used to love new pencils. And then we take ourselves to Target and we buy new pencils and we do the things for ourselves, right? And we do it on that full moon and we think, yes, I'm going to have more of this. That's a ritual. That's beautiful. That's reclamation, right? And we can do it. Is reclamation a word? I'm not sure. So that is my ramblings after coming through this little sickness or whatever this is. I feel like, like I've seen the light. I've been through the darkness, but I just wanted to share. And I love you guys. And thank you again for all the grace and the prayers and the vibes and the Reiki and everything sent. It was so appreciated and it can keep coming. We're not at hundred percent yet. So, you know, keep us in your thoughts. We love you. Have a good weekend.